0: never stop that music till the song till it's completely done uh it does something You need to run all the way through and uh, amen all right uh always learning ain't we and uh, i've been in a service where they just abruptly stopped the music and it's just like the brother sammy the spirit of god just left and uh, there's something about letting it go all the way out uh Knowing what I know about heaven, we really don't know too much about it, do we? Uh, not really. Uh, the Bible said, I hath not seen either in the heart of man things that God has prepared for them that love him. And uh, John said over in First John 3, he said, "Doeth not yet appear what we shall be? People always ask to me, What are we going to be like in heaven? I said, We don't know. The Bible said, It hath not yet appeared what we shall be. Uh, but we know when he appears, we shall be like him. uh, But we really don't know a lot about it, but I do know enough about it to know I want to go there. Uh, We really probably know a lot more about hell than we do heaven. Uh, And I know enough about hell that I didn't want to go there, and I knew enough about heaven that I knew that's where I wanted to make my uh, reservations. Amen. And uh, so I'm glad that I believe that there is a place called heaven. I believe there's a place called hell. And uh, I believe you'd be wise to make preparations Uh, to go to that place called heaven. Uh, Amen? All right. Good to see you again, each one here tonight. And uh, we want you to take your Bible this evening and uh, open it up to the book of Jonah tonight, if you would, please. A little book of Jonah over there in the Minor Prophets. Minor Prophets with major messages. Uh, The book of Jonah. And we're uh, going to read uh, chapter 1 tonight. And we're going to bring... Uh, what the Lord is uh, given us for tonight's service tonight. Everybody's familiar, if you're familiar with anything, you're familiar with the book of Jonah. And uh, the Bible said in verse 1, now the word of the Lord came unto Jonah. In other words, the Lord spoke to him. He didn't have a Schofield Bible or a King James Bible. Uh, the Lord spoke to him. You say, Lord still do that? Oh, yeah. Uh, He sometimes he don't speak audibly, but sometimes the impression of the Spirit is so strong it sounds like it's audible. And uh, said, Now the word of the Lord came unto Jonah, the son of Almitah, saying, Arise, and go to Nineveh, that great city, and cry against it, for their wickedness has come up before me. But Jonah rose up to flee unto Tarsus from the presence of the Lord. And he went down to Joppa, and he found a ship going to Tarsus. So he paid the fire thereof, and went down unto it, to go with them unto Tarsus from the presence of the Lord. But the Lord sent out a great wind unto the sea, and there was a mighty tempest in the sea, so that the ship was like to be broken. Then the mariners were afraid, and cried every man unto his God, and cast forth the wires that were in the ship unto the sea, to lighten it of them. But Jonah was gone down into the sides of the ship, and he lay and was fast asleep. So the shipmaster came to him and said unto him, What meanest thou, O sleeper? Arise and call upon thy God. If so be that God will think upon us that we perish not. And they said, Every one to his fellow, Come and let us cast lots that we may know for whose cause this evil is upon us. So they cast lots, and the lot fell upon Jonah. Then said they unto him, Tell us, we pray thee, for whose cause this evil is upon us? What is thy occupation? And whence comest thou, and what is thy country? And of what people art thou? And he said unto them, I am a Hebrew, and I fear the Lord, the God of heaven, which hath made the sea and the dry land. Then were the men exceedingly afraid, and said unto him, why hast thou done this? For the men knew that he fled from the presence of the Lord, because he had told them. And then said they unto him, What shall we do unto thee, that the sea may be calm unto us? For the sea was wrought, and was tempest. And he said unto them, Take me up, and cast me forth into the sea. So shall the sea be calm unto you, for I know that for my sake this great tempest is upon you. Nevertheless the men rowed hard to bring it to the land, but they could not, for the sea wrought and was tempest against them. Wherefore they cried unto the Lord, and said, We beseech thee, O Lord, we beseech thee, let us not perish for this man's life, and lay not upon us innocent blood, for thou, O Lord, hast done as it pleased thee. So they took up Jonah, and cast him forth into the sea, and the sea ceased from a raging. Then the men feared the Lord exceedingly, and offered a sacrifice unto the Lord, and made vows. Now the Lord had prepared a great fish to swallow up Jonah, and Jonah was in the belly of the fish three days and three nights. Thank you You and be seated. Our Father, as we come this afternoon, Lord, to call upon your name, our Father, as we come, Lord, this evening, Lord, we ask that, uh, Lord, that the Holy Spirit uh, might be able, Lord, to uh, take us and use us tonight for the mouthpiece of God. Lord, I know tonight that, uh, Lord, that there's things in this chapter that we need to see and need to hear tonight. I can't bring them out unless you help me bring them out. And, Lord, I pray just now That you'd get all those creeping thoughts, uh, Lord, that are trying to creep into my mind tonight. Uh, Lord, we cast them down in every imagination. uh, That exalts itself against Christ. We pray you'll help us to just get focused upon the Word of God tonight. Lord, we know that the Lord can come in an unexpected way and at an unexpected time. And we've seen it down through 40-some years We've seen the Lord come into a service just like this and just invade and take over the service. We always welcome that, Lord. Father, we pray whatever your will is tonight that it be done in every life and every heart tonight. And I pray and ask the Lord's blessing. Forgive me of my sins from the last time, Lord, that I prayed and asked forgiveness. And fill me again from the last time I prayed and asked to be filled. God, use me again from the last time that I asked to be used. We'll be thankful and give you all the praise. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Amen. All right. The book of Jonah, what a, what a wonderful book it is. It's an odd book. Uh, it's an odd book. It just ends out, and we don't really know what uh, come of Jonah. It just the way it ends out. But Jonah was a prophet. We know that because the Bible said in Second Kings chapter 14, tells about a time back there in the 25th verse, and it's talking about Jeroboam uh, when he was over Israel, and it said, He restored the coast of Israel from the entering of Hamath under the sea of the plain, according to the word of the Lord God of Israel, which he spake by the hand of his servant Jonah, the son of Almida, the prophet, which was from Gatheford. And so we know that Jonah was a prophet, and he was a prophet that God spake through. Now, as far as I know, I I have no Bible for this, but as far as I know, Jonah could have spent time in the school of the prophets Uh, that we read about in 2 Kings chapter 6. In verse 1, we read about that there was a school of the prophets. Now, uh, very likely that Jonah went to that school, passed through it. I don't know. He might have been the fellow cutting down a, a, a log or tree when the axe had come off. I don't know. I'm speculating. But no doubt with a prophet and a school of the prophets, he probably did go by there. Amen. Well, whether he went to the school of the prophets or not, that I do not know. But I do know that he went to Whale University. I do know that, amen. You say you mean Yale? No, I don't mean Yale in New Haven, Connecticut. I mean Whale University. I doubt if there's anybody in this room tonight that has went to Yale. I doubt if anybody has uh, done that. But I'd say there's several in this room that have went to Whale University. And uh, that's what I want to preach about a little while The man, or Jonah, that went to Whale University. And uh, the first thing I want to talk about tonight is in verse 17, where the Bible said, Now the Lord had prepared a great fish uh, to swallow up Jonah. Now here uh, is Jonah's acceptation in the Whale uh, University. Uh, uh, You don't have to have a a certain uh, grade level. Uh, no you don't you don't have to uh, you don't have to major in anything uh, uh, you don't have to have a lot of money uh, uh, you don't have to know anybody to get into whale University uh, uh, all you got to do uh, is get out of the will of God and when you get out of the will of God uh, uh, you can find yourself in whale University. Uh, It's interesting tonight that we only have one book of Jonah. Uh, We don't have a Jonah 2 or Jonah 3 like we do other books of the Bible. Uh, You say, why? Because most people, uh, if they ever get in Whale University, they don't have to go back. Amen. Uh, You see, there's a lot of things that happen to us as children of God. Uh, The Bible said that we're chastened of the Lord. Uh, I trust if you've been saved very long, you know something about chastening and the correction of the Lord. Uh, uh, Now, most of the time, uh, uh, it's not as severe as going into Whale University. Uh, uh, Most of the time, it may be a correction, a word. Uh, Uh, that God speaks through the word or through a preacher or through a friend or somebody like that. Uh, uh, It might just be a little bump on the road uh, uh, that God is trying to get your attention. Uh, But most of us, uh, uh, we don't go through Yale Yale University over and over and over again. Uh, You say, why? Because it's a major thing. uh, And uh, you don't want to never, ever uh, have to get enrolled in the Yale uh, uh, University. Amen. Uh, You see here, the reason he went in uh, is found in our text tonight where the Bible said, Jonah... He arose up to flee unto Tarsus, Uh, from the presence of the Lord. Uh, You know what happened right then? Uh, Jonah knew the plain, direct will of God. Uh, He knew where God wanted him to go. He knew what God wanted him to do. Uh, uh, But you know what he did? Uh, He stepped out of the will of God. Uh, He said, I don't want to go there. I don't want to do that. Uh, And so the very minute he stepped out of the will of God... uh, Uh, He entered into Whale uh, University. He got his acceptance to Whale uh, uh, University. Now, let me say this. uh, The Bible said, There be not many masters knowing we shall receive the greater condemnation. Uh, In other words, what that means uh, is the more you know, uh, uh, the closer you walk with God, uh, uh, the more God's used you, uh, uh, the more God expects of you. Uh, uh, Now, if this had been somebody that just got saved or somebody that hadn't been in the Bible church and hadn't had no Bible teaching, uh, I doubt if the Lord would have had a swell to swallow them up. Uh, uh, But Jonah's a prophet. uh, Jonas, a man of God, uh, uh, Jonas had God on his life, uh, and so listen, uh, uh, the higher you up are, are, are on the scale, uh, uh, the harder it is uh, uh, for you, and the easier it is for you to get enrolled in the well uh, at university, amen, uh, I tell you, you want to be careful to stay in the will of God, uh, Amen. I'll tell you this, I tell people, watch people that get out of the will of God. I I said, why preacher? I said, it'll make you want to stay in the will of God. Amen. But I see here tonight, and I see tonight, the reason that Jonah was accepted into Whale University was because he got out of the will of God. Oh, how important the will of God is in your life and my life. Somebody said, "Preacher, how you know the will of God?" Oh, you'll know it. And God couldn't God couldn't put you in a whale university for not doing something you didn't know you're supposed to be doing. God's. I had. I have people. A young preacher said, "Preacher, how do you know if God's calling you to preach?" I said, "Oh, you'll know." I, uh, if you didn't know, I said God could never judge you for not doing it if you didn't know what God wanted you to do. Amen. I, I, so I believe God's big enough to make His will known, don't you? I, I see here that the Bible said uh, that Jonah, he paid the fare thereof in verse number three. I, 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 we might say in one sense of the word uh, that Jonah got a free ride. Jonah got a full ride. Amen. Amen. Uh, uh, you say, what do you mean? Uh, he got the whole trip. Uh, uh, he got the whole tour. Amen. Uh, uh, but listen, uh, uh, the Bible says here uh, uh, that Jonah paid the fare thereof. Uh, One thing I've learned over the years if I stay in the will of God if I walk in the will of God God supplies my every need. Whatever I need God supplies it as long as I stay in the will of God. If it's meat in the freezer God supplies it. If it's tires on my vehicle God supplies it. If it's money to pay a bill God supplies it. I mean everything I need Need. God supplies it. Amen. I, I got this new suit on tonight. Brother Caleb said, is that a new suit? I, I said, it is. I, I, when Brother Ernie was up here in the Joy Hour, up here singing. Brother Ernie said, I want to give you some suits. He said, I lost a lot of weight. I can't wear them no more. And I said, alright. And he gave me a bunch of uh, jackets and some older suits and stuck right in the middle of it was this brand new suit. I don't know if he meant to give me that or not. Amen. He might not have wanted me to have that, but the Lord wanted me to have it. Amen. You said, Does it fit? Yeah, he knows my size. Amen. Amen. I mean, it's a perfect fit. Yeah. And, uh, and I need a new suit. God supplied it. I mean, everything that I need in my life, God supplies it. If I don't have it, I don't need it. Yeah. So it is. But see, if you get out of the will of God, Jonah got out of the will of God. And the Bible said he paid the fare thereof. God's not going to pay for me or you to do our life like we want to do and not do his will. God said if you're going to do that, just pay it yourself. You just pay the bills yourself. You just supply your own stuff. Amen. You see, there's a whole lot to this staying in the will of God. I mean, it's, it's, it's serious business to stay in God's will. And Jonah, he got accepted here in the Whale University. And notice, notice that God sent enough that there ought to have been some reluctance against doing what Jonah did. You say, what do you mean? Well, the Bible said there in verse number 4, it said, The Lord sent out a great wind. In other words, when Jonah got on that boat and he started going in the wrong direction and that wind got high and them waves got high and that thunder was a-rolling, that lightning was a-flashing, uh, Jonah knowing God, Jonah being a prophet of God, uh, he ought to know right then, something ain't right. Uh, wow. I'll stop this boat, turn it around, I'm going overboard. I, I, uh, man the life raft, I'm getting out of here. I, I tell you what, whenever you start getting out of the will of God, God will send winds in your life to let you know hey, you're going the wrong way. You need to stop. You need to turn around. You need to do something different. God will let you know, and God will let me know. And He has, and I trust He has you as well at times. But there's a reality here found in verse number 5. Said the mariners were afraid. Now they're not out of the will of God. They don't even know God. They serve some false gods. Now they knew him before the boat ride was over. Uh, God works all things together for good. So God says, Jonah, you're going to get out of the will of God. He said, we'll just go ahead and save a few while while you're out of the will of God. You say you believe they got saved? I believe they do. The Bible said... Uh, In verse 16, the men feared the Lord exceedingly and offered a sacrifice unto the Lord and they made vows. Amen. Amen. I I believe they got right with God. You see, sometimes uh, uh, you get in a storm uh, and it'll cause you to get right with God. Amen. Amen. Don't you reckon a lot of the storms come our way is because God's trying to get our attention? Uh, Don't you think that sometimes the darkness that rolls in and the uh, thunder that rolls and the lightning that flashes that that's God trying to get her attention uh, and God wants me and God wants you to stay in the center of God's will. Amen. Uh, uh, You say what you're saying. I'm saying this because Jonah got out of the will of God uh, it affected other people. You know, if you get out of the will of God, it don't just affect you. That'd be one thing if I got out of the will of God and, and the Lord just going to affect me. And I said, all right, Lord, just so my family don't get bothered, just so my family don't get touched, I, I'm willing to take it, but God, don't do it that way. Amen. You see, whenever you get out of the will of God, it affects other people. Yes, uh, Why, well, you, take, you take folks that, uh, that uh, leave their wife or leave their husband. That don't just affect them. Uh, that affects a lot of other people as well. Uh, why you take that rebellious uh, teenager? Uh, and they say I've heard them say it. Why well, I ain't doing? I ain't hurting nobody but myself. I, I, but the poor old mom and daddy's crying all night, walking the floor, and wringing their hands. I, uh, and it bothers somebody else. Uh, uh, you take that that husband or wife that quits going to church and gets out of church, and they say, "Well, I'm just, I am just ain't doing nothing. I'm just I ain't hurting nobody but myself." I, oh no, you're hurting more than yourself. You're hurt, hurting you a husband or your wife or your children. Uh, You even hurt your church, amen. I I, I mean, that thing goes on and on and on and on. But the reality is uh, that if we get out of the will of God, it will affect other people. You love your children, stay in the will of God. Amen. Hey, we have enough troubles and storms staying in the will of God. I mean, them disciples were directly in the will of God. He put them in the boat, told them he's going to the other side, got up there and prayed for them, watched while the storm was coming. But they was in the direct will of God. You know, the only one that ever got out of the will of God in that scenario was Peter. You say, why? He got out and walked on the water, and Jesus had done, told him, go to the other side. I, You'd say, why, well, he accepted great faith. He accepted great fear. I, I, he said, Lord, let me come unto you. I, and the Lord let him come, just like he'll let you do things you asked him to do. But I, here proves my point. When the Lord did come and the Lord got to where Peter was, you know where he put him? Right back in the boat. Right back in the boat. That shows that the will of God, we plainly told him, get in this boat and go to the other side. The ones that had the faith, wouldn't Peter walked on water is the ones that stayed in the boat, done what the Lord wanted them to do. Amen. You say, won't you think it'd take some faith to walk on water? Yeah, I think it would, but you get scared enough, you can do a whole lot of things. You know that? Amen. You get scared real bad and you could probably run fast enough it looked like you was walking on water. You ever been scared real bad? I hate to be scared real bad, don't you? I just hate that. I mean, it, it, it's just a bad feeling. And I remember years ago, years ago, I was up there in another building. I'd been up there praying for about an hour. And I was walking around in that room. I didn't know there was anybody on the ground. So I, and suddenly, suddenly I got that feeling like somebody was uh, looking at me. I, and I stopped and looked up. Marla's older son, Jeremy, was standing right there and he was looking at me. I about had a heart attack. I run backwards and scared me to death. Amen. You say, what caused that? Fear. Fear. And so we, we see that Jonah is accepted into Whale University. The reason is he got out of the will of God. He had to pay for the whole ride himself, the Bible said. God tried to make him reluctant to go the way he was going to go. I've seen people over 43 years, I've seen several people get out of church. And I see the Lord send things in their life. And I might tell my wife or she might tell me, why can't they see that? Because the devil's got them a blind. You know why Jonah didn't see it? He's sound asleep. That's the way it is most of the time. But notice the request that Jonah made. Jonah said, cast me into the sea. You know what he was saying? He was saying, I'd rather take my chances in the sea uh, uh, than over at Nineveh. Yeah, he said, throw me into the sea. I don't know how far it was from shore. I, I don't know uh, what he was doing out there. Uh, but by what he said, he said, I would rather take my chances. In other words, he was saying, I'd rather go in the sea I, I, than to have to go to Nineveh. There's people that say, I'd rather, I'd rather do this and, and, than do the will of God. Well, Jonah, listen, I don't know what the will of God might be tonight for you, but I know this, whatever it is, your chances are much, much better in the will of God than they are outside of the will of God. The will of God is sometimes not always even a place you want to be. Jonah didn't want to be in Nineveh, but that was the will of God. The will of God is not because it's what you want, but it's because it's what God wants. God said, Jonah, I want you to go down to Nineveh. Go down to Nineveh. I've had people uh, tell me back down through the years, you know, that God wanted them to go somewhere, and they didn't really want to go, but they were spiritually mature enough to know that that's where God wanted them to be. And if you go where God wants you to be, God is going to take care of you. The Lord told Elijah, brother Jeff, he said, go down there by the brook Cherith and dwell there. And Vance Havner said, if, if, if he'd have went anywhere else, if, if Elijah'd went anywhere else, he'd starve to death. You say, why? Because them, them ravens was only coming right there where God told him to be. Amen. And so we look here and we see Jonah's acceptation into Whale University. I don't want to be accepted in it, do you? Well, he got accepted into it and we see Jonah's education at Whale University. Because the Bible said Jonah was in the belly of the fish three days and three nights. We might say that this was a three-day course. We might say that this little course lasted 72 hours. Sometimes it don't take too long. We might say that this was a crash course. That brother, he went through it quick. When I get out of the will of God, I pray to God I can go through it quick, don't you? Amen. You say, what did he learn down there? What was his education down there? Well, he got an education in punishment. The Bible said in verse 2, I cried by the reason of my afflictions. You know what he learned? He learned God knows how to twist your arm and make you say uncle. You know what he learned? He learned God knows just how. You see, you might punish me or I might punish you in one way and it wouldn't do a bit of good. But God knows just how to punish us to get our attention. God knows where to put the pressure. Amen. And listen, the Bible said that God knows just how to do it. You know, every parent knows how to handle their children if they're good parents. Amen. Haven't you had some children that you could just talk to? You just talked to them. You had some others. You had to beat them half to death. Still didn't last. Caleb said he had two. <laughs> you know, every, every, every child has that certain thing that'll work for them. You know, uh, take, take their phone away. I don't think that corner stuff works too good. From what I've seen, that time out ain't really the best method, amen? I'll tell you what I've seen work about as good as anything is what the Bible said. Uh, that rod, but you know, I have seen parents that just beat their kids to death, uh, and they won't change. They don't do no different. Uh, uh, you know, you know what? The only thing I can tell you is keep beating them. The Bible said rebellions bound up in the heart of a child, but the rod will drive it far from them. Uh, uh, You just ain't beat them enough to get it from them. Amen. You say you're talking about child abuse. No, I'm talking about Bible discipline. I'm talking about what's wrong with our country tonight. I'm talking about what's wrong with our schools tonight. I'm talking about what's going on in the world tonight. Why we got so many rebels. Why we got so many on dope. Why we got so many going around and all different things. I'll tell you why it is. Their parents ought to go to apologize to them for not whipping them when they needed a whipping. Amen. Amen. How many ever got a whipping growing up? Keep them up there. I want to... I want to see if there's anybody here. All right. Is there one weapon really sticks out in your mind? I mean, that one made a believer out of you. Amen. I remember one that sticks out in my mind. And I was, I was about 15 years old, I guess, Sheila, I don't know, was pretty old. Sheila got married. Left home, left me with all the, yeah, responsibilities. But I had a cousin, he died a few years ago, and me and him was bosom buddies. Uh, my mother would work, and she'd go to work, his mother'd work, and our grandmother lived right up the hill, she'd watch us all day long. And uh, we didn't have, we didn't have uh, no real baseball, we didn't have no real bat, we didn't have no real glove, but we'd uh, we'd take an old sock, and then we'd take black tape and wrap it around it, and make us a ball. We'd get it a back stick or something, make us a bat, and then and him would play uh, all day long. You know, we had an old garage there and He'd stand there, and I'd throw it, and he'd hit him, and I'd stand there, and he'd throw it and hit it. But we had a, an uncle. He's dead now too. And his friend lived up the road, whose daddy was a preacher, and uh, and they had real nice gloves. I mean, them Willie Mays gloves. They had them gloves If we'd just like to look at them. They wouldn't even let us touch them. They had a real baseball. I mean, a nice one. And one day they laid them down there. And they went in the house and we got them gloves and bats and balls and we had the real thing. I mean, it was a real deal. And uh, we, we, boy, we was enjoying ourselves until. Uh, my Uncle Gary come out, and his buddy Benny come out, and uh, and boy, they got all over us from getting our gloves and stuff. And we didn't hurt them. I mean, we wasn't used to, you know, having a real ball. We'd always just throw green apples to each other and catch them, and green apples would stain up a ball glove. I don't know if you knew that or not. We'd throw green apples, and them gloves got all stained up. Boy, they'd come out there, and boy, they was mad. They got us wrestled us around on the ground, and and I mean they, they did us bad. And men, him I don't know if it's him or me. It might have been me. I was pretty sneaky and mischievous. My wife says I still am. But I said I know what we'll do. We'll call his, we'll call his daddy. He's a preacher. We'll call him. We called and old brother Manion answered the phone. We said, brother Manion, you need to get out here. What's wrong? I said, Gary and Benny has beat us up and got us crying. And and I tell you, they done us bad. And then we went down to the hill and climbed up in a big tree right up to the top. And we sat up there and we watched old Brother Mannion running, just running all the way, about a mile down there. By the time he got there, he was about ready to collapse. And we laughed. Oh, that was so funny. That was the funniest thing you ever seen in your life. Until he got up there and my grandma Jones, uh, uh, she got to talking to him, found out the whole story. Uh, and then my grandmother, probably 75 years old, she kept looking around and found us up in the tree. Uh, and she climbed up in the tree and got us down. Uh, and, uh, and she said, You wait till your mother gets home. Mama got home. I, I'm a grown man. I think I am anyway. She's got me in the basement. She said, Take it all off down to your underwear. And she took me, and boy, she whipped me and striped me up. And I'm telling you, I never have forgot that. Guess what? I ain't done that no more. You say, What are you saying? As far as I know, Jonah didn't have this happen no more. Most of what you and I get is just them little slaps or a good talking to or something like that. But you can get out of the will of God until you get in a whale. The Bible said Jonah learned something about punishment. Number two, Jonah, he learned something about praying. The Bible said in verse 1, chapter 2, Then Jonah prayed out of the fish's belly. You say, what did he learn? He learned how to pray. Jonah learned that you can pray anywhere. Amen. You, don't, you don't have to be at the altar to pray. Jonah learned that you can pray in your car. You can pray from a hospital bed. You can pray anywhere. Jonah learned something about praying. I, I think Jonah learned what it meant to pray, effectual praying. Uh, uh, you see, when we get in that whale's belly, listen, when you're in the will of God and you're walking with the Lord and you're where you need to be, uh, uh, you can about whisper a prayer and God will hear it and do it. Amen. But when you get out of the will of God, that's when you start yelling to the Lord. Amen. I think it was Spurgeon that said to. Uh, Public prayers are to always be short, and private prayers are to always be long. Amen. A lot of times when you'll see somebody, and I'm not judging them, but a lot of times you'll see somebody that'll pray 20 minutes before they preach and preach 10 minutes. The reason they're praying so long is because they ain't had much practice that week. If you get practice up and praying, you won't have to pray very long. So I don't know about that. Oh, you don't? Don't you remember when Elijah went up into the mountain up there and he prayed 63 words and the fire fell. Uh, you know why he could do that? Because he'd been praying out there in the wilderness and by the brook. He'd been praying, 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 praying. Uh, and listen, if you've been praying now, at home, if you've been praying at home, you don't have to pray for an hour when you get down to the church house. Yeah. Because you're already in tune with the Lord, amen? He got an education in paying. The Bible said in verse 9, He said, I will pay that which I vowed. I know we don't think much about what we say. You know, we make little statements and say little things, and we don't hear much about them. Ecclesiastes 5's got a good chapter on that. But you realize God hears what we say. And you may not hold to it, but God holds you to it. If you vow a vow unto God, the Bible said, "Don't defer to pay it because God hears it. amen. That's why you know I'm cautious i I don't say don't do it. it's a good thing to make vows to the Lord, but you just need to make sure that it's the Lord that's leading you to make that vow, and if it is. Don't go back on the Lord. Amen. It won't be good. Amen. You say, what's Jonah talking about anyway? Oh, I'd say he's talking about whatever preacher in this room did when God called him to preach and there's wrestling it out and they're praying it out. And they said, God, if you'll let me know, I'll go anywhere. I'll do anything, Lord. If you'll let me know, I'll go. Jonah probably prayed something like that and God said, All right, Jonah, go to Nineveh. He don't want to go to Nineveh. Amen. Amen. When you valve out to God, you better pay it. You say, why? Well, you might not take it too strongly or seriously, and others might not, but God hears it. I'm thinking about years ago up in the old building, and we decided to, uh, get us some pews. We had old plank pews. Just wouldn't even good wood pews. Just somebody'd made them. The back of them was straight up and down. God bless you, dear people. I think about that so many times. That y'all'd come in there and sit on them old hard pews and that old straight back pew, and you sit there thirty minutes, and your back'd be killing you right across the middle. And I'd preach for two hours back then every time. I thought, boy, God give them people some grace. Uh, I God, God, I don't know what the Lord did, but He made them people love Him, and I guess He loved me because they just stayed with me and kept going and and didn't quit and just kept on going, going, going. I appreciate you folks. I do, you know, you know. Uh, most preachers they go somewhere and then they leave, and then they go somewhere else and they leave, and that's you know God's will for them. That's their ministry. That's the way they do it. And you see, when when you do it that way, a lot of times you go through a phase here at this church. Preachers go through phases. You learn that out. And then you go over here and you're going through another phase. But y'all went through every phase with me. And you didn't vote me out and run me off and throw me out. And I'm serious tonight. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. You say, what phase are you going through right now? Probably the final phase. Just hang on. Just stay with me. Amen. This thing's about over. God's got to help on the way. But Jonah, he made a vow to the Lord, and he said, I'm going to pay the Lord. I made a vow to God over 20 years ago. And oftentimes I think about doing something different than that vow I made to God And the Holy Ghost will say, you better remember that vow you made. I know right where I made it, the very spot where I said it. I know right where it was. And every time I start thinking about stepping out on that vow, the Holy Ghost says, you better be careful. You better stay where you're at. You better not get out of the will of God. So we see Jonah's acceptation into Whale University. You can get in tonight if you know what God's will is and you go the other way Jonah's education God gets you in Whale University you'll learn something now you might not have learned it he might not have learned it down there at Tarsus and he might not have learned it on that ship and he might not have learned it while he was running but he got it down there you get down there in Whale University you'll learn some things Jonah's acceptation. Jonah's education. Look at verse 10. And the Lord spake unto the fish, and it vomited out Jonah on dry ground. Jonah's graduation. Amen. Amen. I'm telling you, boy, I don't know about y'all, I never did like school, and uh, I hated it. Really, the greatest day of my life was 12 years after I went into that place. And I've, I've wanted to go back some places, but I never wanted to go back there. Uh, amen. Uh, I, it just wasn't my thing. Now you young people don't quit school tomorrow and say, Brother Rick said it, we didn't need to go. Uh, don't do that. Uh, I've got these granddaughters now. They're fixing to go to college. And I said, what do you want to go to college for? You learn enough. You know enough. You know how to read and write. You don't have to go to college. I do think a lot of times they program these kids now, they think if they don't enroll in college, as soon as they graduate, there's some kind of a failure or something. Uh, college ain't for everybody. I guarantee you it wouldn't have been for me. But Jonah graduated. And I think we could say that Jonah graduated with flying colors. You say what you mean. He went flying through the air. He graduated with flying colors. And as far as I know, he never did have to go back in that again. Listen, you may have little bumps, chastisement, little whippings from God, but if you ever get in Whale University, you probably won't have to go back through that no more. I don't want to be in it. Amen. I don't know as I've ever been in it and I don't want to be in it. I've got some chastisement from the Lord and different things, but I've never had it to the extent what Jonah had it. You say, you said he got he graduated. Yes, he graduated with flying colors. You said, what was his degree in? Well, one of them was in audiology. You should have never heard of that. It's real. You say, what is it? It's a study of hearing. Of hearing. The Bible said, And the word of the Lord came unto Jonah the second time. He heard it. My friend Raymond King is in heaven tonight. And Brother Raymond used to sing with Charlie Them and them. Y'all, some of y'all has been around here a while. You remember we used to have men. And Brother Raymond wrote that song, What's that you say, Lord? Are you talking to me? Seems the blinder I get, the better I see. Raymond wrote that song. And uh, they'd have these big groups in, you know how they do, and they'd get some local person to open up and sing a few songs, and they'd turn it over to them. And so they had them down in East Tennessee, and they got Raymond to open up, and Raymond got up there, and Raymond sung that new song he had wrote. What's that you say, Lord? Are you talking to me? Seems the blinder I get, the better I see. And the principal's. With a group singing that night. Oh, all in a year or so after that, they come out with that song, What's that you say, Lord, are you talking to me? And Brother Bob McCurry heard it on the radio, traveling one place to the other. And brother 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 McCurry went over to Raymond's house. He said, Raymond, I want to play something for you. He got the little player out, put the cassette in there. He said, Listen this Raymond. He punched it, and principal singing, "What's that you say, Lord? Are you talking to me?" Seemed the blinder I get, the better I see. Raymond just sat there, and when it went off, Brother Bob said, "What you think about that, Raymond?" And Raymond, being Raymond, he said, "They did real good with that, didn't they?" That went all the way the charts for them, but Raymond didn't get nothing out of it. But that's a good song. That's a good song. Lord, are you talking to me? Yes, amen. Yeah, He is. Yeah. He is. What's that you say, Lord? Are you talking to me? You must have been talking to the person behind. No, I'm talking to you. Amen. But after Jonah got out of Whale University, he could hear real good. He could hear as good as Abraham. Amen. Abraham, Abraham, here I am, Lord. Take thy son, the only son Isaac, up on the mountain and offer him. Thy son, the only son whom thou lovest. Okay, Lord. Abraham stayed in the will of God. He didn't go through a lot of things Jonah went through. Jonah could hear real good. You know, after you go through Whale University, you listen a little more intent. You hear what God's saying. You don't go to church, sit there for an hour, and then leave. And on the way home, you go eat somewhere, and they say what did the preacher preach? and you say, mm, uh, "I don't know, but it's good." No, when you've been in well university, you hang on every word. Amen. You don't. You don't sit all the way to the folks that are on the back. I'm glad you hear any anywhere. I just know Sister Cheryl used to sit up here and now she's back there. I think she's backslid. Amen. You know why people sit on the front row? They want to hear. They don't want any distractions. They want to get every word. Every word. They want to be on the firing line, they want to be close to the fire. They don't want any distractions. They want to hear everything. Well, Jonah could hear real good. He got a degree in hearing. I'll tell you something else he did pretty good in. My apology. You say, what do you mean? The Lord said, Jonah, he said, I want you to go to Nineveh. But his directions must be worse than mine. And mine is the absolute worst. Amen. I mean, I thank God for Brother Caleb if he never preached another sermon, if he never prayed another prayer, if he never taught another class. I'm just thankful he's driving me around. (laughs) I went to Louisville the other day, come out of Jewish hospital, messed a turn somehow or another and starting up a wrong race street. The guys are yelling and screaming at me and I'm yelling and screaming at him. He's the one in the wrong way. But I found out he was right. You know, you can turn around on the sidewalk. Jonah rose and and he went the wrong way. But after he had been through Whale University, the Bible said Jonah rose and he went to Nineveh. He knew right where it was. And he not only knew right where it was; he knew a shortcut. Yeah. He made a three-day journey in one day. You go through Well University. You get down to the church. Yeah, right. You'll figure out where it's at and how to get there. Amen. Yeah, Jonah knew real good. He knew just exactly where God wanted him to go and how to get there. Let me say this tonight: he, I believe he got a degree in theology. You say, what do you mean? Well, when this thing was over, he knew more about God than he did in the beginning. Although he knew some of these things, the Bible said in chapter 4 and verse 2, he said, Jonah speaking, he said, For I knew that thou art a gracious God, and merciful, and slow to anger, and of great kindness. He knew something about God, didn't he? You see, if he didn't know God was a gracious God, he wouldn't have wasted his time praying down there in that whale's belly. And if he didn't know that God was merciful and slow to anger, he would have never bothered God. And he knew that God was of great kindness. Great kindness. God let him out. I mean, the Lord... Uh, and. Uh, we know this Jesus said that this fish was a whale. I think it was Brother Wayne Wilson preaching over to jail and his other preachers there and Wayne's preaching on Jonah and he said something about the whale and his preacher jumped up and ran to him as soon as he got done. He said, the Bible don't say that was a whale. And Wayne said, Jesus said it was in Matthew 12. He says, Jonah was in the whale's belly. He, do, he did air not knowing the Scriptures. Amen. Well, Jonah graduated. He got back in the will of God and a whole town got saved because he got where God wanted him to be. You realize how important it is for each of us to be where God wants us to be? Suppose Jonah never went to Nineveh. Suppose Jonah drowned down there in the belly of that whale. He wouldn't repent. He wouldn't get right with God. Suppose Jonah would not concede to what he knew God wanted him to do. A whole lot of people went to hell, wouldn't they? A whole lot of people went to hell. Do you see tonight how important it is that you and I in this church, that we stay in the will of God? It's of utmost importance. You can get out in what they call the permissive will of God. And you can get out into the acceptable will of God. But the very best place for you to be is smack dab center the will of God for your life. And when you get there, do not, do not, do not. Let anything or anybody move you from that place. as a lot hinged to it. Jonah's the man that went to Whale University and if you hadn't already been, I pray to the Lord you never have to go. And you won't. If you'll stay and pray in the center of God's will. Father, I thank you tonight for the message that you and